Hey guys. Welcome to another episode of Pew Time with Tony. And Jackie. Da, 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 da. Yes. Uh, sorry, <laughs> it's a little late, guys. Uh, we had an interview scheduled, and then technical difficulties, and then time ran out on both. Yep. But we wanted to get this out because, as of two days ago, yes, by the time you hear this, two days ago, right? Yeah. Just checking, because <laughs> my days are messed up. It's August, so that is the start of National Shooting Sports Month. Which is very exciting. It is quickly becoming our favorite month. Yes. So, National Shooting Sports Month started in 2017. was their very first year doing it. And this is all put on by the National Shooting Sports Foundation. Yep. Which is the NSSF. And there is a website, shootingsportsmonth.org where you can find ranges and retailers who are offering promotions, specials, incentives, different things to get people in shooting on the ranges. Uh, you know, retailers have got specials going on. You can find out all the local retailers near you. There's a nice little map. Um, but the goal is... Um, the goal is to get new shooters into the sport. It's called their Plus One Movement, uh, trying to encourage everyone who's already involved in the sport or someone maybe who hasn't done much with shooting lately to get back into it. Ranking those numbers up. Up, up, up we go. Yeah, so... Shoot uh, all the things. Hey. This month, if you got a buddy that's been showing an interest in guns, grab them, take them to the range. Or take them to a match. Or go try a new sport yourself. Yeah. We generally shoot USPSA, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, last year we did something that, you know, we've each done before but never in this capacity. We went and did indoor trap shooting, which was a ton of fun. And we brought two friends with us who had, I don't believe, ever shot trap before. Nope. Um, so it was a first for them. So we had our plus ones that we brought with us. We tried something in a setting that we've never done it before. It was a lot of fun. This year, I don't know. I think we're going to do something else shotgun sport related. Maybe some sporting clays. I've never done sporting clays before. So I would absolutely love to do that. Yeah. Um, it's a very busy month, so we're going to have to squeeze it in. <laughs> right. ah, I don't know. We'll figure out something. But definitely grab someone and take it. And guys, be sure to tag uh, Let's Go Shooting. So at Let's Go Shooting, and also use the hashtag Let's Go Shooting. They love sharing all of the stuff that's put out there. Take a picture with your buddy on the range. Uh, it's a good time, and it's a it's a good movement. You know, it's help spread you know the word of the sports that we love. Yeah. So. Also, one thing that we do to kind of help to push that message out yes is every day in the month of august on instagram at laugh and load we post something shooting sports related uh there are several there's over a dozen shooting sports um and we are going to be highlighting a handful of them every week on different days and then other days we're going to be highlighting different shooters great companies that support the shooting sports uh, so every day of the month, a new post or video in regards to shooting sports month. So if you're interested in new sports and only shoot one, or maybe just listen to the podcast and you're a casual shooter, uh, 
keep an eye out on Instagram. You might find a sport that you absolutely love that you never knew existed. We're going to try and get a couple interviews in this month with different uh, people from other sports. If the schedule works out. If not, they'll be still be interviewed. They just won't be during the month of August. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye out. Instagram, Facebook, and if you follow the post area, the community area on YouTube. It's all posted there. So yep. follow along. And tag us too if you're going to tag Let's Go Shooting. Just give us a tag too. We love sharing it. We love seeing people in the sports. Yes. Uh, we did have some fun this week. It's uh, a very it's, busy week. It's been a long time since we've just leisurely gone to the range. We didn't have like a goal or a, hey, we got to do this or do that. It was just, let's go shoot, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, I got to shoot two new guns that I've never shot before. One of them was the Staccato CS, mm-hmm. which is their little carry gun. Uh, I like that a lot. Like, yeah, it's a good gun. A lot. Um, and also shot the CWA. It's a, does it have a model? No, it's basically like a 2211. So it's a 2011 race gun. That's a 22 long rifle. Yeah. The mags were like super hefty. I was surprised at like the weight and heft of the gun. You would think that it would not cycle a 22 just because it's just as beefy as any other race gun. I was floored. I ran three mags through and not a single hiccup. Yeah. And like back to back, like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and it, the, I mean, the front sight like never left the target. This thing was fantastic and so much fun to shoot. So. And you shot it too. What did I, you think of I, it? Uh, 22 race gun is dope. I'm a. I'm a big fan of that gun. I really, really, really want one. I definitely see us owning one of those in the future. I, I'm glad because I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What else did we do this week? Oh, unfortunately, it wasn't a wee thing. You couldn't make it. Why, why are you giving me that look? Right. Well, you're going to tell the people what you're talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. That's a different <laughs> I know spot. what you did. That's a different spot. My bad. Let's go to gun news. <laughs> yes, gun news. We have- sorry. Guys, I spent all day packing because this weekend I have to head out to Virginia to go to the Guns Out event. And completely lost track of time all day long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so- what day is it? What time is it? I apologize if I seem a little out of it. So I've been packing and getting everything ready. Uh, John and Shermichael invited me out. Uh, unfortunately, my better half could, couldn't get time off work. Yeah. I've been taking an awful lot of time off work for all of the fun shenanigans we've been up right. to this summer. And it's I don't have any regrets. I've had an amazing, amazing summer so far. But I've burned all of the days. Yes. <laughs> So I'm going to head out there to XCAL in Virginia and have fun with the guns out, guys. And, uh, yeah, get to shoot a couple competitions, attend a car show, do some other things. Basically and... everything that's right up your alley. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's yeah. going to be a good time. You're going to have an amazing time. So now back on track. Apologize. 
Uh, we don't really have gun news. Industry news more so. Yeah, more industry news. So there's been a video floating around. I'm sure you've seen it. If you haven't, I'll try my best to give you the synopsis of it. Uh, a gangle of cops get together and they're trying to detain someone. And one of the cops looks to bend over to pick the guy up by his feet to remove him from the premises. And as he bends over, in pure comedic fashion and timing, the not funny part is his gun goes off in his holster. His gun happens to be a SIG 320. So, uh, the internet does what the internet does. The meme started, uh, the hates started, the defending started. The selling of the guns started. Uh, everything went crazy. It got set ablaze. And, uh, well, it took about... Um, so that happened on the 24th. And SIG released a statement on the 31st. So a week. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just going to read bits and pieces of SIG's statement. Jackie hasn't read this yet. So this will be a first time for all of you. We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> we have seen the news reporting of the incident involving a P320 discharge at the Montville, Connecticut Police Department. We are confident, as is the case in all instances, that when the factors and evidence are reviewed... This will be proven to be an unintentional discharge as a result of inadvertent contact with the trigger and that the pistol did not fire without a trigger pull. In reviewing the video footage of this incident, currently available, it appears that the involved firearm was not fully seated in its holster and the holster retention hood was not fully closed over the pistol at the time of the discharge. Image below. The image will be in the... Uh, the post that the goes post, out yes. to announce the podcast episode. <clears throat> this improperly holstered condition would have left the firearm's trigger exposed and vulnerable to act to actuation. Even if properly holstered, the feature of the involved holster allows for foreign objects intrusion and interaction with the trigger, as has been seen in other incidents. We regret that the involved agency jumped to conclusions regarding the cause of this discharge without first carefully examining the footage of the incident and providing SIG with an I'm sorry, providing SIG Sauer with an opportunity to assist in the examination of the involved firearm. The P320 firearm is used effectively and safely every day, both civilian and armed professionals. Despite years of litigation and extensive discovery, no one has ever been able to replicate a condition under which the P320 could discharge without a trigger pull. And experts who have attempted to assert such a claim have been repeatedly thrown out of court as unqualified and or unreliable. Three separate federal courts in the matter of Frankenberry versus Six Hour, Mays versus Six Hour, and Hilton versus Six Hour have concluded that the two experts who have Uh-oh. That was close. That was almost a very loud sneeze. I could see yes. it building. Sorry. It's going to sneak up on you and it's going to be mid-sentence. I where I am. Two experts. Here. Um, 
proffered a theory and uncommanded discharge are unfit to testify in court because they are unqualified and or their opinions are untested and unreliable. In the only case regarding a P320 discharge to proceed to a full trial, Gway versus Sig Sauer, a jury of 12 rejected these experts' unproven and unscientific theory and found unanimously in favor of Sig Sauer. Sig Sauer stands behind the proven safety and reliability of the P320. That's it. What do you think? Well, sounds like they got it all figured out. <laughs> Doesn't know. So, I'm surprised that they actually made a statement. Since they've been avoiding any kind of, like, upfront. Unless they're sued, right? Then they have something to say. But I don't remember a case where... Because, I mean, these videos happen all the time. You know, you constantly see the videos. Remember, it's like, oh, you can't really tell because the, the body cam didn't show the holster when the officer was getting out of the car. And, you know, did he draw jumping out of the car? You know, getting out of the car, he drew his holster and shot himself. Didn't, you know... We don't know because the body cam doesn't show the downward angle at where his hand even oh, was. Oh, it shows. No, no, no. No, the one where the officer is getting out of the vehicle yeah. and shot himself. That one, his body cam shows like his steering wheel, the dashboard. Right. His upper body turns. You can see the door he's getting out of. And then you hear it go off. Because he was in pursuit. So, like, stuff like that. Like, they, and they never, to the best of my knowledge, I don't remember ever hearing, a, like, a public statement that they made after that one or after, like, several other ones. This one is the first I can recall that they made a public statement. Yeah, that I'm not sure. What I... F so, a theory that is going around, and you saw the images. The images suck. The mm -hmm. video is not very clear. Right. So, it, it to me, it's kind of amazing that they've come to that conclusion with this video. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, it's been brought up quite a bit. The part that they say, see the front there where it says, see the hood is not up? Mm-hmm. Um, other departments or other officers in that department carry something that looks very much like that. And a lot of people carry their duty gun like this with a tourniquet in front. So what you're looking at is not the hood. It's the tourniquet. That's one of the theories running around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess the department probably says if you're carrying a 320, you have to carry a tourniquet. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> so, I... I mean, I, I'll give Sig this. The, the big balls. Yeah. Here's my issue. Of all the times any of this has ever happened, have we ever heard of it at least in recent times, obviously I didn't research this prior. Are we seeing it happen with any other gun? Think about it. Are we having any other problem with the Glock not being seated properly and going off? All right. I do think if there is some merit to something... In the trigger guard, right? Something is in the holster. It said, you know, could have, you know, foreign objects in there. It could have, you know, snagged. Could have, you know, been actuated. 
would this be a problem if you had a two-step trigger safety? You mean a little safety dingus in the trigger? A safety dingus, yeah. See, I... Either upper, lower half, like the old MMPs, the inside, outside, like Glock and the new MMPs have some form of double trigger safety where it can't be a a bump on any part of the trigger would make it go off. And the SIG triggers are nicer, smoother, and lighter than Glocks, right? So you don't have to apply as much pressure and take away the safety dingus. And now, is that why you're in a danger zone? So two things. One, uh, Agency Arms does make a trigger that has the safety dingus Most departments in. aren't allowed to carry something with aftermarket parts on it. No, I know. But I'm saying that's solved it. I don't think the safety dingus is the problem. I honestly think because of seeing how much this is happening, it is, I think it's something that has to do with the striker block and the striker assembly. Mm -hmm. I think somehow something's being left open when it shouldn't be, whether a spring breaking or something, something's going on in the striker channel. And again, this is just a theory. I just from messing with 320s, mm -hmm. I just think that that is more of the viable option yeah. than all of these incidents being involved with something hitting the trigger. To me, something in there has to go... Something's wrong. But it's not just the police departments. I'll have to dig it up. I'll, maybe we'll talk about it. There's a steel uh, challenge. On a future, steel challenge. Not that one. The DOD. With the M17s and M18s. They had issues with them. Same firing issues? Well, like, just With a manual problems. safety? That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think it has to do with the trigger part. Mm -hmm. I don't... I'm not sure if it was the one going off in the holster for an M18. This is why I gotta dig it up. We'll talk about it on a future episode. Because it's obviously it's recorded for the DOD. Right. So, I'll find that. But it's... it's <sighs> I can't get past with all the departments out there. How come we didn't hear about these before? It's not like the internet's new. Right. That's that's my only concerning part. And it, I like SIG stuff. I like the 320. It's I think it. I thought it was a solid gun. I love the 226. Mm -hmm. That's still one of my favorite pistols. But. Have we gone a little too far? Like, we've already had the quote volunteer upgrade or volunteer voluntary. voluntary upgrade, as opposed to a recall. Right. And now we have this, and it seems to be happening more and more and more. And the same thing with the the uh, the out of battery detonations that we keep seeing for competition. Yeah. Everyone's like, ah, bad ammo. Ah, bad ammo. Think of all the guns and all the rounds that get put through competition guns. Why is it only the 320s? Right. And I'm not saying other guns don't fail and don't blow up. It's not what I'm saying. Why is it that it seems that the vast majority, and if we had a pie chart, it would be the Tony size slice, are all 320s that are getting fucked up. Well, I guess it would make sense since out of battery, out of battery, out of, out of battery detonation, the striker should not be engaging when it's not in battery. 
but if the striker is actually engaging before it's fully in battery, maybe there is something, maybe you're onto something with something in the striker assembly itself. Yeah, something letting it to sling forward or even in the holster. You know, if something jostles it forward just enough to touch the primer, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's where that's where my theory is on it. I don't have anything proven. I'm not blaming anyone, anything. It's just there seems to be a lot that sh- has to be looked at, and it is... There needs to be explanations aside from you didn't close the hood on your holster. Right. To me. That this is not... Not okay. I agree. So there's my rant about SIG and their statement. On to shooting spots news. Yes. Let's run through these. There were two big championships this weekend. Uh, first one is Barry's Area 1 Championship presented by Da Vinci Machining. And we have a high overall who had shot open, which is Aaron Edens, followed by Nelson Samuel. Oh, Jesus Christ, I can't read. Samuel. Who was second place? <laughs> Samuel Sammy Nelson and third Eric Steiner, aka Range Panda, for Open Division, which uh, had 87 shooters. Yep. Congrats, Panda. Carry Optics, 143 shooters. Third place, Kevin Izot. Second place, Isaac Lockwood. First place, Tom Castro. So, congrats, guys. That's a. Uh, that's a that's a stout uh, podium right there for carry optics. Yeah, uh, limited optics had twenty five shooters, which I was surprised. I was really thinking more people would do limited optics. So, of these people here, Casey's always loved his twenty elevens. Uh, you want to go through the standings first. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that would make sense, huh? <laughs> Third place, Shane Coley. Second, Todd Jarrett. And first place, Limited Optics, Casey Eusebio. Now. Congrats, guys. <laughs> uh, I see this played out this way. One, Casey's always loved his 2011s. Even, you know, he had the Zev Cat from Limcat. So he's always enjoyed them. He's always shot a 2011. Todd Jarrett is sponsored by Staccato. And Shane, uh, basically, he could shoot the gun that he's most comfortable with, which would be either a 34 or even a 17L if he had it. So he could have a gun that is closely resembles his main gun, his limited gun, but with a red dot. Mm-hmm. So his normal training rig, open holster, mag length, everything, just like his limited gun set up, so... I think you're seeing a lot of people that'll trickle in. I guarantee local matches are, are a lot more skewed than this. Yeah. Uh, next category is... Category. Limited. Limited. Division. Which is 54 shooters. Third place, Robert Crow. Second, John Browning. And first place, Limited, Joey Sauerland. Next up. Pistol caliber carbine with 54 shooters. Third place, Craig Mc... Mc... Alany? Is that how you would say that? Mm-hmm. Alany? Mm-hmm. Second place, Mason Zire. 
First place, Cardi B, Joshua Cardenas. Uh, production had 36 shooters. First, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, third. Third place, Roman Vrubelvisky. That was good. I never would have got that. It's probably wrong. Well, maybe not. I but actually probably is right. Hit me up. Let me know. Second place, Austin Hull. And first place, Nils Johnson. Single stack had a whopping 15 shooters. Third place, John Kitson. Second place, Jalise Williams. First place, Elias Frangoulis. And Revolver had three hole shooters. So first place, great job, Kurt Ehrlich. Ehrlich. That's what I said. The second major that happened this week was the 2023 Western Pennsylvania section presented by Mullenkamp. Higher overall, also first place for the Open Division, Chris Tilly. Second place, Bill Drummond, or William Drummond. Third place, John Vlieger. Carry Optics, 87 shooters heavy, Chris Sandelsky. In third, second place, Keanu Sai. And first, Matthew Temple. Hempel. Hempel. Hempel, with an H. Yes. <sighs> Uh, again, limited optics on this one only had nine shooters. Again, same reasons, I think. Uh, third place is our buddy, Noel Zarza. Yay! It's really funny. How did you grip a gun that was so wide? <laughs> Love you, buddy. Second place, Kyle Smith. First place, James Contrell. Great job, guys. Limited had 21 shooters. Third place, Robert Evans. Second, Rob Epifania. And first, Nick Reynolds. PCC, 29 shooters. Third place, Kyle Kanapa. Second place, Aaron Sellers. Third place, Corey Scheel. Uh, very, very slim on this one. Production had only five shooters. Third place, Ted Murphy. Second, Lee Fulton. And first place, Josh Morgan. Single stack had four shooters. So first place, James McGinty. And Revo had two shooters. First place, Mike Shaw. Great job, everyone. Yes, congratulations. And I think next year we are going to try and make the Western PA. Yes. Rob and Noel have reached out. And I, I want to go shoot with the guys. We'll, we'll join them on their side of the country for once. Yeah. So we're going to try and make it happen next year, guys. So we'll have to get together and hopefully squad together. That is it for shooting sports. Kind of. You shot a match. I did. Um, which will lead us to our next segment, our week in shooting. Uh, I did shoot a local. I shot the Oak Park Sports and Club match on Sunday. Uh... You'll be hearing this Thursday morning, and I am still sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> I am in a lot of crispy pain. No one cares. What kind of gun did you shoot? I shot <laughs> the platy, the platypus 320. And the very first stage that I shot... Wait. No, no. We have to lead into this. No, 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 no. How much crap did you give me? For what? What do you? I'm sorry. What do you mean? 
shooting a different gun. How much crap? I didn't. Tell the people. You're full of shit. You go to hell for lying. I mean, you always change your mind. And the reason I give you shit is because the night before a match, I'll ask what you're shooting and you say, I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's or why I give you crap. You. I asked if you were going to shoot another gun if you wanted to try a new one. Oh, and I and said but, no. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm not done. <laughs> Little Miss, uh, uh, Miss Gun Snob over here, newly found gun snobbery, decided that, no, 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 I'm not going to shoot anything. I'm just going to shoot splat and i'm gonna be happy well we got this new platypus with this new grip and it takes 320 max well i'll shoot that huh how I the turns have tabled all... <laughs> i already had all the mags for it i love the way it Fucking feels convenient. the texture is amazing yours slides around in my hand so much but the texture makes a big difference for me i still my have platypus to... yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> that <laughs> I told you guys, I'm sleepy. I've been tired. I've been busy all day. <laughs> well, so I did decide to try, try a new gun, shoot a new division. Um, I did test fire, I don't know, maybe a box of ammo through it, like between zeroing it and... Well, a little more than that. And, we shot a couple you know, hundred rounds through it. You did a lot more shooting that day than I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did a handful of transitions. I probably ran two, three mags through, so like 60 rounds, and then I zeroed it with another 15. So, uh, less than 100 rounds I had through it, and went to shoot the match on Sunday. Black Hawk holster with a TLR-1HL light, because can't really find holsters for this thing very easily with the full rail. Uh, two little clip-on mag pou single mag pouches that I stuck on my belt that were sliding around all day long. This is... <laughs> Mind you, she's talking down on this. This is how I shoot most of my matches. Go on. <laughs> I shot the entire Wisconsin section this way. Yeah, I don't know how. Those mag pouches, I mean, they're just like, there's nothing, no tension on it. And they just like, every time I move, they're like stuck together over here, stuck together up at the front, separated by four inches, touching in the middle. Like they were just, they were all over the place. I don't know how you get okay, them to stay in one spot. How else did you do? My very first stage, I ran the tablet the entire day, okay. first of all, which was exhausting. I finally get my turn up to shoot. He's stopping me from talking with my hands like an Italian because I'm not Italian and I'm care. tapping the table. Yeah, I don't care <laughs> if you talk with your hands, just don't hit the table. <laughs> so... My most biggest concern was drawing... And having to hit my safety on my holster uh -huh. to draw, one. The retention release. The retention release. Yeah. And then deactivating the safety. At the thumb safety. When I'm actually coming up and getting on the target. Uh -huh. You know, trying to get in my head, like, don't take the safety off at the draw. Like, don't, like, don't even touch the safety at the draw. Like, just thumb on, and they're right next to each other you know, the release on it. So I'm like being very conscious going over it in my head. I did it a few times at the safety table just to make sure I'm like, I'm good. I'm comfortable. I'm confident. Go to shoot. So my focus is on just getting the gun out safely, taking the safety off. The rest will come after, but that was my main concern at the buzzer. Uh, my first two targets, slow, controlled, they were right in front of me. 
the moment I realized my dot didn't leave my target, it like a light switched on. But I was didn't like, leave your target or just returned right away. Like it returned right away. Like but like by the time I like looked back at it, like it was it was already there. Yeah. And it was just like boom, boom. It was just like so flat, returned back onto the target right away, and I'm like, Holy crap, like I don't need to shoot as slow waiting for my gun and my grip to bring my gun back to where it's supposed to be. I'm like, it's already where it's supposed to be. I just have to pull the trigger and run. So I did. It was fantastic. Uh, and I immediately, I know you were busy in class and I don't really care. I hope it didn't bother you. No. But I almost don't care. Um, I texted you and said, OMG, never shooting CO again. <laughs> That's not what you texted me. You don't even have to look it up. I'll tell you what it was. Holy fuck, I'm never shooting carry optics again. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, OMG. It was a, a, a shot of enthusiasm. Yes. I'm never shooting carry optics again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how did the gun run? Oh, it, got, it ran great. I didn't have any malfunctions. I did find that if I have one in the chamber and I have a, like, fully loaded 23 round mag. I really got to like aggressively seat that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like I, I shot one, the hammer fell on the second one, realized what happened, seated it super hard, racked another round in and kept going. Um, and it was a relatively quick recovery, but I'll still, well, I failed. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> so, yeah. At least judging by your videos, um, well, you're still working on your your grip. Yeah. You've been putting a lot of effort into that. Yeah. The gun's moving a bit, but I think just because it just, the gun does a very good job at returning to zero. Mm-hmm. So, and you were using some, well, you were using some spicy shit. You yeah. were shooting some factory 115 stuff. Yeah, 115 Freedom. Was it Freedom? Yeah. So, yeah. It was good. It looked I good. was finding, too, because it was, it was very, very hot out. Um, and, like, I was... One of the guys offered to let me use his grip chalk. But I didn't want to try it at the match for the first time. It's not that big of a deal. It's just chalk. It makes me nervous trying new things. <laughs> I don't like change. <laughs> um, so I think that before I shoot another match with Jeannie, which is what I named her because uh, she's blue, that I'm going to do some practice sessions with the grip chalk um, because it was, I was having a harder time the hotter it got, keeping it like held in my hand. Like my support hand was just like, all over the place. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I'm willing to try. Look at willing to try change. Not do the change immediately. Just try it. It's good. So overall, you really liked the gun? I did. Good. No no flaws, no malfunctions. No. Just human error on that one. Yeah. Not seating the mag. Everything else, she ran perfect. Well, that's good. Because, uh, that gun was quite dirty because the two days before, 
I attended a class with that gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I attended a point one tactics class. And went up and had some fun with my buddy Donovan. And Robert was there. And so was our friend Ernie. So we had quite a bit of fun going through that class. So I got to really got to run Jeannie through the paces. Performed really well. Any no issues with you nope. either. And you what is that? You said Ronco is close to four? About five. Five? Yeah. Lots of runs through her. And then that was Wednesday. Friday. Friday. Yeah, Wednesday you went out of town. Wednesday I did go out of town. <laughs> then Friday you shut the class. Yes. So Wednesday, where'd you go out of town? Wednesday. I already know. I stalked you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, uh, Eddie Tactical, Twista, and I went out to visit the Honest Outlaw. And Pewview in Iowa. Where you guys did what? A lot of shooting. Yes! <laughs> a, a lot of shooting. So, uh, Jeannie also got shot there a lot. Um, yeah, we just had a ton of fun. We shot a bunch of guns. So she basically had like a week straight of... Abuse. Several hundred rounds every other day. Yeah. And you figure, if you guys don't know who Pewview is, look him up. I'll put him in the show notes. He shoots practically as fast as I do. And Honest isn't slow. So, Pewview is one of the few accounts where, like, if I'm scrolling Instagram and I run across one of his, I will not continue scrolling. I will watch the entire thing. Yeah. Like, he's thoroughly entertaining. Yeah, Nick's, uh, Nick's a good dude. Yeah. But you, like, follow someone and be like, oh, I'm still following this cow. Why? It's such a waste of space. I'm like, no, not him. He stays. Especially his last one. Did you see the one he put up today? What a dick. No, it wasn't on social media. What a today. dick. He's so good. <laughs> he was doing shit with... We're going to share it. Just, just because. It deserves a share. The man's out of his mind. So, I also met uh, Dalton, Pubio's cameraman. And on this current video, they're just talking. He's shooting. He's drawing it from the hip. He's quick. Nick's quick. And then they're just back a little bit, and Dalton goes, Yeah, ricochet it off the ground. So, he draws full extension, shoots on the ground. Bing! Hits a target. And then he said... Uh, no, John Wayne ricochet it. He's like, oh, from the hip? He's like, yeah, yeah. Draws from the hip, shoots the ground, bing, hits the target. As he's closing his video out, someone throws around at him, obviously catches it in the, the damn ejection port, sends it home, shoots it, takes the gun, puts the slide forward, flips the gun, has it land in the holster. What the hell? Like flipping water bottles? Yes. Like dude perfect? Yeah, screw you, He's Nick. dude perfect with screw guns. Screw you, Nick. He is, oh, <laughs> Nick, you should totally apply to be with the guys on Dude Perfect. And just all everybody with the gun things. Be like, oh, yeah, ping pong balls. Huh, boring. Dude, it's so, it's so <laughs> impressive. Yeah, so impressive. So Very entertaining. We were out there with Outlaw as well. We got to mess with his armory and I got to shoot a bunch of cool guns. Mm-hmm. 
Mr. And his missus. Yes. And Mrs. Outlaw. It was a fantastic time. I can't wait to go back. No, but next time. Next, next time you better go with. Yes. And uh, we have to go back soon because, well, the reason I shot Jeannie in the class is because Bumblebee isn't with me. It's in Iowa. <laughs> Bumblebee is still in Iowa. No, I didn't just randomly forget it there. It's there, obviously, for reasons. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, I'll be coming out very soon, or we will be coming out very soon to hang out, shoot more, uh, grab some drinks, and uh, yeah. Bring Bumblebee home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did I do? Oh, and then Sunday I taught a class uh, with my buddy Rob. We did kind of like a okay. intro, intermediate-ish kind of uh, handgun class. Oh. That was fun. And hot. It was very hot. So this whole week has been hot. Iowa was steamy it was we all looked well I, you guys saw the picture that i put up everyone is soaked yeah it looks very like very sweaty yeah it looks like we just got out of a pond it was horrible friday this class took place indoors at alpha and it was 95 outside and we were guessing probably every bit of 105 inside the range mm -hmm. again left drenched it was horrible yeah, Friday, Wednesday, and then Sunday. And then Sunday. 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 Sunday got me the worst, which is why I ended up looking like a raccoon. It's finally starting to fade out a little bit. I mean, you looked like a lobster wearing white sunglasses. <laughs> it was bad. I mean, I'm my arms are like horribly burnt. Did you put sunblock on? Yeah. You did? Yeah. I didn't. I, just I, I forgot. It. I forgot to put sunblock on. So, <laughs> big, big dummy. Uh, so I will be uber sunblocking up because I have another match this Sunday in North Porter. Yes. Where it's supposed to be 87 degrees. You get to shoot with our buddy, Mammy. Yes. Uh, they're expecting storms. Oh, no. <laughs> it is not looking good on the forecast. So hopefully we will still have a match. If we still have a match, I will absolutely be layering on 15 layers of SPF 500. Um, because I am still very crispy. Yeah, it was a, uh, this was a busy week. It was a good week, though. It was. I can't wait for this weekend. And that seems like it's we're gonna, we're gonna be petering off a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a lull. Get some stuff done. Which is good because I need I need yeah. to get some stuff done. We have a lot of stuff that. Uh, well, we have a lot of reviews coming out because we have a lot of product that has shown up. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, we got some work to do. Still be on a range, but we got some work to do. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, round it off, we did get uh, one question, and the question was, how many magazines should you have per gun? That's a loaded oh. question. Funny. <laughs> Jesus. How many mags? Uh, I feel like three should be a minimum. I agree with that. Um, 
if it's something that is like a competition gun, something that you're going to be rotating out mags, having practice mags versus match mags, then six would be good. Um, I, I do feel like as I'm saying these numbers, Tony's his face is just filling with guilt. He just took a sip of his water, kind of like the Snickers commercial. Like, if you don't have anything nice to say, and they like shove a Snickers bar in their mouth, he's just like, <laughs> drink the water, drink the water, drink the water. <laughs> um, I do think, yeah, I think three, three would be a minimum. And a gun that you train with constantly or compete with, or if you use it for duty, if you're an officer or security guard, six. Six would be a good number to have if it's a regularly used, practiced, and trained with firearm, and three if it's not. Okay. So to me, there's levels to this shit. I think every gun should come with three mags, mm -hmm. period. That should be enough to get you started. Once you start deciding that you're going to compete, depending on your division, I think you need a bare minimum of six. One of those can be a dry fire only mag that you unload and then, or not only, a dry fire mag and then one for leaving at home filled with defense ammo. But realistically, I think the next level is you should have 10 mags. 17, he says. 17 is what he really means. We're getting there. <laughs> 10 mags. Now... When you start getting heavy into competition, I think you should have at least three dry fire mags that are strictly dry fire, which you would already have if you started with three, and they're your original ones and you've bought new ones. Take your original ones, fill them with snap caps, label them dry fire only, and those are the ones that you sacrifice to the concrete gods when they smash on the concrete. And then I think you should have designated match mags. I think you should have one set depending on your division. So whether you need, you know, three four, or never six. three, never three, four or six for your match bags. And then it gets funky with like, do you want two big sticks? Do you want all big sticks? Mm -hmm. You got to figure out your method of madness. I have grown quite fond of, and this is because I've shot an M&P for years. If you've never felt the joy of going to a practice with enough mags loaded that you never have to load a mag at practice. That's ecstasy. That is so nice. It really is. You know why? Because that means I'm not loading them. <laughs> it's true. It was... It, if you can get to that point, that's a good place to be. Mm -hmm. I still have dry fire mags. It's not a necessity, but it's bougie as fuck. Isn't that bougie? Mm. Practice goes so quick. And then you still have designated match mags. The pristine ones that are pretty. Mm-hmm. And nice. Uh, none of that applies to AR or AKs. I think you should have magazines that you count by the crate for those. Like the blue bins that you find at your local store, your Walmart, your... Target, your Meyer, the big blue plastic, and I think you should fill those with as many as you can. Yep. Get yourself a label maker, folks. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Never stop buying magazines. True that. So yeah, uh, I do hope that answers your question. Yes. Uh, Never have enough. Just, you know, if you have money in your account, buy another mag. That's D essentially what we're telling hey, you. Even if you bought... Not financial a, advisors. <laughs> even if you bought a new mag once a month. One mag. Think of where you'd be in a year. 12, 12 mags. Yeah. And if it holds 17 rounds, 17 times 12. This is a test. Come on, man. It's lady. way too late. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Am I allowed to use a calculator? This no. is ridiculous. This is what ridiculous. Is it? Come on. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is funny. Under pressure can't work a calculator. <laughs> 204. 204. That's a pretty good practice session. I see where we went with that. Wow. That, we took it back there real quick. Just saying. So, lots of mags. Don't skimp on mags. The gun you bought only has one or two. You should absolutely buy more before you walk out of that store. Yes. You should have a bare minimum of three. Even if you're not, like, you know, running and training and doing all the things. And I know we say we push dry fire, dry fire, dry fire. Um, but if you are like, I don't dry fire. I go to the range occasionally. I blah, blah, blah. It's my concealed carry gun. I don't shoot it too much. You should still have three. Yep. Yep. And as far as the rifle makes, 30 minimum those bitches. 30 minimum. That's 900 rounds. That's, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you, I have a few 40-rounders in there and some 60-round drums. and Plus or minus. Plus or minus. <laughs> cool. That's all we got for this week, guys. Thank you so much for joining. I apologize it was a little late, but technically it's still out this week. Right. Um, hopefully we won't have the problems that we ran into last time. Uh, if you guys know a good place to get a good MacBook for a good price, hit me up because I have a feeling that the laptop we were using has shit the bed, which is not good. No. Uh, reach out to us at Laugh and Load on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube. I'm getting pretty good at this. Do, 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 I feel do. like the genie. I'm like, <laughs> genie. Nice. Uh, I think that's it. You got anything else? Get all your range swag and stuff. And, uh, hats will be back on the website this week. Laughingload.com. You got it. <laughs> Did you just... <laughs> Did you just look at the poster to make sure I said it right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. <laughs> Love you, bye.